At the end of this week's Parsha Tetzava, we are introduced to a new keli, a new vessel in the Mishkan, the Mizbeach HaKatoras, the incense altar. What I would like to do is to study the various aspects of the Mizbeach HaKatoras and its incense ritual, and to tease out from it a cohesive theme that brings together the entire Avodas HaKatoras weaves it together as a cohesive tapestry to reflect, as we will see, the specialness, the fragrance of Klal Yisrael, the Jewish people. For starters, when Chazal study the ingredients of the Ketoros, the 11 ingredients all in all, they note that one of the ingredients, the Chalbana, is actually a fail odor. And from here they comment, the fowl ingredient has a place, the chalbana has a place. This is to teach us that even the evil Jew, who is spiritually odorous, should also be included when we gather together to daven on a tainus on a fast day. It seems to me that this commentary is not an isolated study of the chalbana, the foul-smelling ingredient, but emerges from an overall understanding of the Ketoros mix, the, the blend of all these 11 ingredients. That the 10 primal ingredients of the Ketoros, which are fragrant, would symbolize the minion, the core quorum of Jews who themselves get together to daven on the Tainus and all other times. The including of the 11th, pulling in that Jew, that renegade Jew, from the outside and bringing him in to join the minion, is represented by including the chelbana, the fail ingredient, which one would not have expected within the ketores. So seen this way overall, the ketores potion is all about the uniqueness of each type of Jew, ten distinct ingredients reflecting the ten unique righteous Jews at the Minyan, and even appreciating the contribution of that eleventh renegade Jew who's pulled in to join the others. All of these eleven ingredients have their own identity. But blended together, mixed together as a ketores, they take on a new reality as the kashara potion to be used on the Mizbech ketores to symbolize that each of us as individuals are what we are. But blended with the tzibor as a whole, we become all the more special. We as a Jewish people are a sum that is larger than its parts, perhaps as sharply reflected by the chelbana, the eleventh ingredient, which somehow is no longer seen fail as fail anymore, but as part of a fragrant whole, symbolizing how this Jew, this renegade, as part of the tzibur, becomes part of something beautiful. He's elevated by the tzibur as a whole. So this symbolism of the ketores, as developed thus far, is inspiring within itself but becomes all the more powerful when we 
expand our study of the Ktores and the Mizbeach HaKtores and continue to connect the dots and tease out this, this theme cohesively, the fragrance of the Jewish people. Because let's study the role of the Mizbeach Ketores, of the Ketores ritual within the Avodas HaKarbanas, the sacrifices in general. Most of the Avoda consists of the Karbanas, the animal offerings, which the Torah calls Lechem Hashem, divine food. Now that expression, Lechem Hashem, divine food, is striking, carries with it almost a chalk against the blackboard discomfort, which grits against our senses. Divine food? Hashem needs to eat? And therefore, in studying the Karbanas, we tend to gravitate to other rationalistic explanations. But the Pasuk stands. The Karbanas are called divine food, and we must understand it as such. And the key is really to deal with a larger issue. What does it mean at all that Hashem dwells in the Mishkan? Of course, Hashem cannot be contained by anything physical. He is metaphysical. And the key is, of course, to understand the Kabbalistic principle of the Shekhinah, the divine indwelling. That while Hashem himself, if we can even use the words divine essence, cannot be contained by anything, what is residing in the Mishkan, the Shekhinah, is a revelation of Hashem. Hashem as it could be as he could be experienced and appreciated by man, as he could be felt by man. That when we enter that Mishkan, we feel him with us, touching us. Perceivable to our senses. That is the Shekhinah which is dwelling in Mishkan, and that is in fact what the Karbanos are bringing to life. Just as food physical food brings the human body or the animal to life, well, likewise, the Karpanos bring Shekhinah to life. Not, God forbid, Hashem himself, who, who is the living reality just onto himself. But the Shekhinah, as in the accessibility of the divine in our life in the Mishkan, is brought alive by the food. Well, adding to the myth that perspective now, the Ketoros, the incense, what this would symbolize is Hashem, the Shekhinah, the revelation of Hashem, does not simply need to eat, does not simply need the utilitarian function of nutrition simply to be, but also wants fragrant smell, also wants enjoyment. Hashem doesn't want to just be in the Mishkan. That is Hashem, the revelation of Hashem. The Shekhinah, the perceivable aspect of Hashem, does not simply want to be there. But he wants to be enjoying his dwelling among us, Kibiyachal. And not simply does he want to enjoy it, but he wants the deepest level enjoyment as reflected by smell. Why do I say smell is the deepest level of enjoyment? Because the Gemara teaches us when it studies the pleasure of food, it contrasted with the pleasure of smell, well, says the Gemara, the pleasure of food is a physical pleasure. The physical palate consumes and imbibes the food. However, smell, which is ingested by the nostrils, the place of the neshama, the place where the soul was blown in through the nose, smell is a hana of the neshama. In this vein, smell is not tangible, 
the way Achila eating food is, smell is a pleasure of the neshama. So returning now to the avoda of the Torah, if the Shekhinah wants Kiviyachal not only to eat but also to smell, that means the Shekhinah wants to not only be present but be Kiviyachal enjoying itself, basking in the experience of being amongst us and be basking on the deepest level, just as in the human experience. Smell is that deeper neshama pleasure. Hashem wants to be enjoying Kiviyachal, his presence among us, in the deepest way, for Hashem's deepest will and Kiviyachal's deepest passion to be, passions to be fulfilled and met in his time amongst us. That is the power of the avoda of the Ketoros, as though the Shekhinah itself is smelling, enjoying, and enjoying in its deepest domain. And now we can return to the original imagery of the Ketoros, the 11 ingredients of the Ketoros as representing the totality of the Jewish people as we blend together as a fused nation. The Ketoros, the deepest enjoyment for the divine, is the Jewish people. He basks in us, the Hanas Hanashama, the deepest pleasure of Hashem, is tekfel from us, as though to smell us, to, no better word than kfel, to shep from us. That is what's kiviyachal going on. When the 11 ingredients of the Torah representing the totality of the Jewish community, arises in a fragrant smell in a hanas hanashama to Hashem. There is nothing that he enjoys and enjoys on the deepest level more than simply us. We are his pleasure. Just as we think about our children and grandchildren, that they just are our pleasure. The parent-child relationship is not only a relationship of responsibility, it's a relationship of deep, deep pleasure. You just love the kid. You just love the kid. Hashem just loves us. We are his deepest pleasure. We are his Hanaz Hanashama. That is what the Ketores reflects. That is what the Ketores represents. Developing this idea a bit deeper. This notion of the Shekhinah as though enjoying itself in the Mishka. Not only is the Shekhinah present, but it is enjoying itself. Its enjoyment being felling from the Jewish people. I would posit as the essence and the core of all of the Avodos HaMeshkan, that the whole meaning of the Karbanos, the Kiviyachal giving nutrition to the Shekhinah, is for him to be here in a fashion that he will be able to kvel from the Jewish people. And therefore the Avodos Ketoros is really the essence of the Avoda of all of the Karbanos. This is reflected by a splendid observation in the word, in the phrase, Mizbeach HaKatoros, incense altar. Because let's study that first word, Mizbeach, generally translated as altar. From the word Zevach, slaughtering, a Mizbeach means a place to bring forth, to offer a slaughtering. And it's a title and a designation which makes a lot of sense when we talk about the Mizbeach, the altar, which was used for the sacrifices, the, the Mizbeach the external Mizbeach, 
the outer Mizbeach, which was used for Karpanos. It's Mizbeach, a place to offer slaughterings. But why is that same term Mizbeach applied to the Mizbeach HaKatoras, upon which animals are not slaughtered at all? In fact, it is a prohibition in the parsha to sacrifice animal offerings upon the Mizbeach HaKatoras. With the exception of Yom Kippur, when some blood is sprinkled on it, Animal slaughterings are strictly forbidden on the Mizbeach HaTorah. So it is only for incense. So why is it called Mizbeach, place to offer offerings? This is a simple question, which when one realizes it, jolts us and provokes us to begin to wrestle with the definition of the term Mizbeach HaTorah. And while on a level of shot, one might argue that the word Mizbeach, while literally meaning place to offer a slaughtering, became a euphemistic term for an altar, there must be a more precise and perfect explanation for the term in regard to the Mizbeach Katoras. What it must be reflecting is that the Mizbeach Katoras is not a place for Avodah onto itself. It is really capturing the inner core of what all the Avodas Hakarbanos was about. All the slaughterings brought on the external Mizbeach they are all leading to, and they are all bringing to, that which happens on the Mizbeach Haktoras. The sparks, you might say, the meaning of the Zvachen, the slaughterings, is only found in the Mizbeach Haktoras. It is giving them expression and meaning. Because using the paradigm which we have set, that the karbonos or the nutrition for the Shekhinah, he's here, Kibiyachal. Well, life is pretty empty if one, if one is present but not enjoying, not basking in their existence. It is when one is enjoying that one is truly Lebedic, one is truly alive, as we see in a passionate person who's alive. Well, the same thing is true of the Shekhinah. When the Shekhinah is brought to life in the Mishkan through the Karbanos, its true Lebedekite is found in the Ketoras, when Hashem is not only present, but proud to be here, basking, felling in pleasure from the Ketoras, i.e. in his children, Claudius role, which is really why he wants to be here, why the Shekhinah wants to be brought to life through Karbanos. And therefore, the inner Mizbeach as well is called Mizbeach, place, place of the slaughterings, place of the divine nutrition. Because the divine nutrition, in terms of bringing Hashem, the Shekhinah, to life, making it accessible through the Karbanos, that goal is really only achieved through the Mizbeach Haktoras. And therefore, t- the bottom line. The summation message which is emerging here is the Mizbeach Ketores captures the powerful truth of Hashem's love for us and not simply love, a love which is a pleasure, which is a kvelling as we've explained it. How special we are to Him. It is we who give His revelation, His Shekhinah and Olam Hazah justification to be here, that he's not simply here, it's not simply here, but it is basking, it is happy. If Hashem would simply be present in the Mishkan as a Melech, in all of his grandeur, 
Well, that would be empty to him without enjoying us, without the Mizbeach Katonis. Which explains a final point. There are many, many indicators pointing to the Katonis, the incense, as the defining avodot in the Mishkan and later the Beis HaMikdash. For example, the place of the Beis HaMikdash, Har HaMoriah, Mount Moriah, one of the explanations cited by Rashi to translate and elucidate that term Har HaMoriya is, it is the place of Mar, which is one of the fragrant ingredients of the Ktoros. Ktoros is not simply unavod on Har HaMoriya, it defines Har HaMoriya. And similarly, we find at the end of Shir Hashirim in the final Pasuk, a reference to Harei Bissamin, the mountains of fragrant spices. This, says Rashi, is a reference to the Beis HaMikdash. It's a mountain of fragrant spices. The fragrant spices, the incense of the Torah defines it. And the pattern continues. We'll cite one other indicator, an example of the primacy of the Torah within the Mikdash in general, and that is the placement of the Mizbech Torah, the incense altar. It's clear in the Pesukim, as developed by Rashi, that the Mizbech Katoras is to be stationed right in front of the Prochas, right in front of the curtain, behind which the Kodesh HaKadosh and the Holy of Holies resides. It is particularly the Katoras, the insights, which Hashem wants Kiviyachal closest to him in the Holy of Holies. Well, now we understand why. Well, now we understand why the Katoras is that most cherished, that most dear, the most defining to the Beis HaMekdash, Meshkan. Because why is Hashem here? Why is Hashem coming to dwell in this world in the Meshkan? It's not simply to be here because he needs to be here. He doesn't need himself to be anywhere. He wants to be with us. And he wants to be shepping from us, quelling from us, having pleasure from us. All of that imagery is brought together magnificently by the Ktoras, by the powerful sensory imagery of enjoying a smell in the deepest area, Hanas Hanashama, which in this case, as we explained, is the Hana of all the different segments of the Jewish community, from the majority of the Jewish people who are righteous, each one with their own Unique righteous character as reflected by the ten base ingredients. And then the eleventh, even those more peripheral characters in the Jewish community, shady characters, who somehow, when they join the Jewish community as a whole and become elevated, they also contribute in an indispensable way as reflected by the Torah, which must contain this eleventh ingredient, the Chalbana, as well. Well, this fragrant imagery of the Jewish people giving nachas to Hashem and enabling Hashem to shep is both the essence of Avodas HaMeshkan, why Hashem is, Hashem Shechina is here in this world, and ought to move each of us deeply on a soul level, how precious we are to Hashem, how much He basks from us and kvels from us.